welcome, welcome to the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Carter. And I am the other host, Dylan. And episode 15, season one? Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> Half, almost a 20. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. The big old one five. Yep. We are slowly working our way up. Up into the upper echelon of podcasting mediocre, mediocrity. So I was gonna say of what of numbers, the yeah, upper echelon of numbers. Of numbers. Yep. We, <laughs> we are now closer to twenty than we are to one. Than we ever so. have been ever since we started this. Right, <laughs> and no week prior to this week have we been this close to twenty episodes. I hope everybody listening is holding, you know, sitting down and just waiting for the excitement that's going to happen now you dylan with a child at home that you are now having to homeschool that's common core math right what we just went through sure let's go with that let's go with that you had 10 chickens i gave you 10 more and then took five of them away three point one ten more chickens pie Pie. <laughs> Fractions. 3.14, which is a fraction, right? <laughs> exactly. 100% of the time, it is yeah. a fraction. Yes. Wow. Okay. So happy week. Um, I like how two weeks ago we said, uh, after our two-week hiatus, we said, well, we're going to get a lot more consistent now. They're going to come out every Friday. <laughs> Boy, were we, we wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we... Shot ourselves in the foot on that, so yeah, we that was a swerve. There was a clever twist there. Bruce Willis is actually the ghost, uh, <laughs> and we aren't doing it every two weeks. And somebody's my father, so right, yeah. The guy in the elevator was the devil the whole time, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but no, so this is Sunday. 32920 but then again who cares what day and time it is because all of these days blend together nowadays man yeah they've all blended together for a while now it's just like what what day is it what's what's oh that all that other stuff is still going on yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 the other stuff is definitely still going on mhm and just like our podcast episode you know they're climbing in numbers too it's climbing the numbers yeah. keep getting higher, so. Yeah. Uh, our quarantine days are going to surpass our podcast episodes mm-hmm. very soon. Very quickly, yes. Very quickly. Um, um, so, sir, how have you been? How has uh, your week been going for you? Good, man. It's. Um, I was telling you before we started recording that uh, we've been... Just doing more baby stuff. Got yeah, the the room the pretty much done. done. Yeah, we got you know it's been painted. We got the crib in there. We ordered some more stuff. Nice. She's got like her little name that's going. Oh, it's a girl, by the way. I don't know if. <laughs> I don't know. Like surprise. Uh, <laughs> I don't but, know if um, my wife knows that yet, but it's a girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, now I should tell everyone, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we have her name that we painted that's going to go above her crib, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, now, maybe that's cliche, but uh, you know what? Screw you. So, yeah. 
first baby, you got to do all the cliche uh, stuff, I would yeah. think. Yeah, the second to. one will probably be a boy, and you know second what? Second one, F you'll him. just, you know, put a blanket down in the basement, and that's where it's going to sleep. So. That's right. Figure <laughs> it out. Yep. You know, come on. Survival of the fittest. So um, what name did you and your wife decide on? And how did you come up with that name? Or can you even say? Are you even allowed to say what the name is? Negative. Negative. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I have a name. It's a very cool name. I like the name, but... Uh, I can't say. Cannot say. Can you say how you guys decided on the name? Um, Without spoiling anything? So her first name has pretty much no... Um, Vowels. Like... <laughs> well, there's no uh, tie-in to, like, my family or her family. Okay. Uh, so it's just kind of a name we, we decided upon, and then everything else. She's not a weirdo like you and has six middle names, um, but... Uh, it's two middle names, so... You know what? Two is a lot closer to six than one. Fifteen's mm, closer to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, we've we've uh, fractioned her middle name, and no, uh, so it's a family name. Her middle name. Oh, cool. So, yeah, e- exciting stuff. <laughs> it's quick. Her name's quick. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. No. <laughs> quick archi- architect, aerial assault, gray. Correct. I like exactly. it. It just exactly rolls. That. It rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I will say um, I used a horrible joke earlier this weekend, and I'm going to recycle it now, which is my second least favorite thing to do in okay. the world. But I'm going to say it anyway. Um, someone said something about um, something being too gray, and I said, well, gray's my middle name. Oh, wait. <clears throat> okay, so moving yeah, maybe on, that how like have <laughs> you been, sir? Um, been Okay. Working, still, yep, still working, going to work. Um, I don't know if this was in place the last time we recorded, but um, uh, Michigan, the state that I live in, issued a what they are calling it stay home, stay safe thing. Mm. So only go out, you know, if you need to for like groceries and gas and all that stuff unless you are considered an essential worker which with what i do fits into that category so right yeah you are essential i am essential the uh, i'm not gonna give wrestling podcast yes exactly which is excuse me sir what the hell do you think you're doing out here recording a podcast Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. So, so, sorry. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. Yep, yep. That's considered essential. So yep. Yep. move yep. along. Move along. No. Sorry. Sorry we bothered you. No. Um, no, with what I do, without giving you know the way the name of the, giving away the name of the company that I work for, I work in the medical manufacturing field. So under that guys, you grow pot. Yes. Yes. Um, I knew it. Yep. And it's booming right now too. So <laughs> yeah. But nope, un- because of that, I am considered an essential worker. So, yeah, that's it. Well, here's my question for you. So, okay. regardless of what you do for a living, you know, that completely, um, you know, besides the point, this mm-hmm. was all going to happen, right? This pandemic was going to happen regardless of what career path you chose. Would you agree with that? 
um, unless I did like a whole back to the future type of scenario and was able to change it, you know, whatever I did change the course of that, then yes. So you're saying that had you, instead of going into what you're doing, had you went into time travel, Mm -hmm. this wouldn't have happened? Oh, there's a good chance that wouldn't have happened. So this is your fault. Yeah. You know, when all this happened, I was like, I feel like, like Dylan has something to do with this. Yeah, instead of uh, building a time machine out of a DeLorean, I used a Corsica. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And that, that screwed everything up for everybody, so. Yeah. Yeah. So not all ingredients mix. No. Don't. I get so it. if you guys take anything away from this podcast, please do not build a time machine out of a Corsica. No. Bad, um, bad things will happen. Okay, so minus time travel, had you done anything else, this pandemic would still have happened, correct? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, put yourself in, let's say you were still an active pro wrestler, and you were on the mainstream level. Okay. Let's say you were working for WWE at this time. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, you would be asked to perform... Sure, albeit in front of in you know empty arena, um, probably you know with with plenty of uh, access to medical personnel and, and all of that, uh, mm-hmm. but performing nonetheless, you know, yes. still doing your job. So the parallel is there that you are you are working while this pandemic is going on. But if your job was pro wrestler for NXT, still working, how would you feel about that? Oh, probably the same way I feel right now. Just, you know, nervous and trying to be cautious at the same time. So it it would definitely be something that would weigh on my mind, you know, each day, you know, every time I go out there, you know, but I mean, I would still, still try to do it if I could, you know, and I guess it would depend if I still, if I had a family or not too. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean... So we'll just take the current scenario that, you know, I have a daughter. So, yep. I mean, mm, yeah, I would I would try to do it to the best of my ability. While now, also trying to be cautious at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I just, I didn't, I mean, uh, I, there is no right or wrong answer, really. I mean, I think everybody just does what they can to the level, of their their comfort level. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just uh, it's interesting to look at it that way because of course you know and we host a podcast that is centered completely around well I can't say completely um, but we call it we call it a wrestling podcast yeah yeah um, but yeah I mean we, we talk about that and and obviously talking about wrestling being that what much needed um, distraction from everything that's going on in the world um it's interesting to put yourself in those shoes to be, okay, you know, given everything right now, if if you are someone who is, I mean, I think everyone's concerned, but if you're someone who maybe is living a little bit more in fear than some of the others, you know, how would you proceed in that tough situation? Are you asking me a question or are you, or are you making a statement? Uh, yeah, it's kind of a rhetorical question, okay. like, uh, you know you in general if you are in this situation how would you feel you know because i think 
And we've said this before. I mean, we, of course, admittedly, can be pretty critical of the wrestling we watch, but I think it comes from a respectful perspective. Um, But I think a lot of other people are in that situation, too, where we can be critical of what we see. However, if we ourselves are concerned about safety and well-being, then how can we come from a place like that, you know, when they're in this situation? I mean, given everything that's going on, literally risking their lives in more ways than one, right? Right, I would say so. Depending on, you know, you know, if you happen to get this, you know. Also, just right. depending on, like, how your body is, how your body reacts to it. But, I mean... Yep. Yeah, I mean, even though you could be fine, you know, there's always that chance of just, like, passing it on to somebody else that... Who may not, you know... Who may not be okay or who has you know health problems so totally i mean that's totally. that's definitely something that you know people are worried about too so i mean yep yeah and i think that's something you and i talked about from the beginning is i always told you that i'm not worried about getting it myself i'm worried about carrying it mm-hmm. you know and giving it to someone i randomly come in contact with or god forbid my pregnant wife right right so Uh, But anyway, all of that aside, I guess the reason I bring that up is because, and here I am, breaking news. Not really. It's not breaking news. We're a little late. But um, you know what? As as far as everybody knows, this is breaking news. Roman Reigns. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Electing um... not to wrestle at WrestleMania due to the coronavirus and his um, suppressed immune system from battling leukemia. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean... It is what it is. I mean, he he dealt with a situation where, like I said, he was battling leukemia. So automatically, that, like you said, that compromises his immune system. So that puts him at a higher risk than anybody else that, you know, he's around. Yeah. So I, you know, I applaud him for it. You know, he's thinking about himself, thinking, you know, about his family. And I'm sure that was a really, to a certain extent, a really tough conclusion to come to. But I think it was, it was overall, it was the right one for him and for his family and for everyone else that he possibly could be working with. So, I mean, no, and I think that's kind of the uh, response that everyone else has had, too. I mean, I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't seen anybody like, oh, what the hell, you know, oh, screw you, Roman. No, I mean, I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen I've, anything like that, but. I've seen some bad takes. Have you really? I have, yeah. I've seen oh, some man. people saying that it's, uh, like, it's it's all set up. Like, it's not really, it's not really him that said he didn't want to wrestle. It was Vince saying, like, oh, if we, if we say that Roman doesn't want to do this, it'll make him more over with the fact I've seen people take that that stance on it I'm like I, uh, come on you guys like, yeah really let's let's not uh, well, I don't know it, it, it's that's not a let's not twist a conspiracy theory out of this whole situation <laughs> right uh that's a shame so I've seen though. that but that's a shame. yeah for the most part I you know I think everybody is coming from the same place but I like to see stuff like that I like that he is taking a stand um you know, he is putting himself and his health first because ultimately that is all that matters in mm-hmm. the grand scheme of things. You know, who knows? He, he wrestles until he's, I don't know, 45. I mean, that's yeah, 
you know, that's half your life. I mean, you know, let's say you're middle aged at that point. I mean, you've got the rest of your life, you know, that you have to think about. So um, it's silly to, to take a risk um, when it's when it is so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I think um, the WWE has said to their talent that they, you know, if they don't feel comfortable performing, you know, yeah. to let them know and, you know, they won't be punished in any way shape or form for not wanting to uh perform yeah I and that I makes read, perfect yeah. sense I, yeah. I yeah i mean totally that i had heard that there's a few other people saying that they don't feel comfortable i think ms and morrison were, were too um mm-hmm. i don't think that that's true though because i think they're still scheduled <laughs> in that tag team match yeah um I heard Edge was another one, but I don't think that's true either because as far as I know, he and Randy Orton are still scheduled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I do, I, I, I do know that they, from what I read, there have been a few people taken off the show. Yeah. Or have been put in quarantine. Um, I think most notably Ray Mysterio yeah. is in uh, quarantine himself and who was it, Dana Brooke? Yeah. I believe it was, yeah. So, um, as far as I know, those are the only two people that have quarantined themselves. Um, I think the other people that I've read about pulled out either due to injury or some other thing, like, uh, was it Razor from Authors of Pain? He had some sort of, he had some sort of injury that... I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Not, I, I don't think he had a match or anything scheduled for wrestlemania but um gotcha you know being part of seth rollins little stable right there i'm sure that he would they would have like accompanied him to the ring but i think he's out with an injury um what bobby lashley oh right 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 i didn't hear that one yeah lashley's out i can't think off the top of my head i can't think of what it what what it is that he's out but hepatitis i think hepatitis (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, Lashley. That was not good. Oh, Lashley. So, um, and, oh, there's, there's a few other people too, but um, basically the point is like, it's, people are dropping, man. Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. are dropping. I, I listened, um, and I know we got pretty much hot and heavy with the wrestling right away this week. I mean, that's kind of a contrast to last week. We think we spent 25 minutes talking about Disney mm-hmm. Plus. Um, right. But anyway, you know, listening to Talk is Jericho this week, um, you know, he was saying that they, they were talking about doing basically one big send off, you know, with blood and guts. And then that's, you know, shutting it down for a month and kind of calling at the end of season one. Right. Um, which, which is a good call. I mean, totally. yeah, everything that's but, going on, you don't want to put that many people in the ring at the same time. And plus, I mean, if there's a chance you can do it at a later point and do it in a, I think they're gonna originally do it in New Jersey or New York. Yeah, Newark. Yeah, and they were gonna have like a sellout crowd for it. I mean, yeah, why not try to save that for when you know all this stuff finally gets better and go back to New Jersey and you know do it in front of those fans. Yeah. So, lot yeah, a lot of things changing. Yeah, lots a lot of things changing. I think, um, changing. you know, the biggest thing for us is, uh, 
you know, we, we mostly focus on AEW and WWE. I mean, sometimes we talk about NWA. We try to talk to talk about them more more than we do. Uh, Impact is another one. MLW every once in a while. ROH. And then, of course, um, indies here and there. But, you know, with everything shutting down, really all we can talk about is AEW and WWE. So it makes our jobs a little easier, I, I, I suppose you could say. In a way, yes. Not <laughs> In a way. Yeah. Makes our weeks a little easier when we're trying to uh, watch as much stuff as we can and try to, you know, intake a, a massive amount of news when we can. So. Now, I use that as kind of a segue because I was going to kind of go back a little bit and ask you what you've been up to. And you mentioned that you had you you spent uh, a large portion of the weekend watching some things so so later oh, on yeah, what you yeah. got there um so uh this weekend first thing watched uh, return to oz oh right yes return to yeah, oz I, the, I was confused i thought that was the james franco version no it's dorothy i think this came out sometime in the 80s but um is it called dorothy's revenge because <sighs> They they missed out if it, if that, it isn't. That sounds a lot sexier than Return to Oz. Oh, <laughs> so, dang it! But that's a really dark movie. Like yeah. in comparison to The Wizard of Oz. Really? Yeah, it's like super dark. Whoa. Yeah, it's just really weird too. Really, really weird movie. I think it begins by well, basically, like the whole purpose is or the storyline is that. Um, Dorothy keeps talking about Oz, so like her aunt takes her to this psych psychiatrist place to get like okay. some sort of electroshock therapy. Thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like right before they do it, she escapes, and um, there's a storm going on at the time, and she gets caught in a in a river that's flowing pretty fast and then she gets on a piece of wood and like falls asleep while she escapes and then wakes up and she's back in Oz and then she has to like save Oz from you know whatever so well yeah it's really dark <clears throat> but yeah i don't remember any of that yeah <laughs> check it out you know if you if you want to be like if you're really in like a dark mood okay. <laughs> i guess yeah <laughs> You know, maybe take some mushrooms beforehand and, yeah. Magic mushrooms? Magic, yes. Okay. So uh, the other thing that I watched, I jumped on the bandwagon and I started watching Tiger King. Uh Yeah. That is not where I thought you were going to go with all of this. Yep. I started watching Tiger King. Wow. Where are you at? Episode four? Okay. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, all those people are horrible people. <laughs> Just like yeah. bad people that only think about themselves. It's um, – so they've run, they've run uh, a few independent shows mm-hmm. at GW Zoo. I don't know if you're aware of that. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm <laughs> so not aware of that. There's plenty of indie guys – that that like are you know very familiar with Joe Exotic and yeah. you know have pictures with him and it's uh, yeah it's pretty awesome it's like um, Warped Tour you remember how they used to run shows at the Warped Tour mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like that. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh, it was very intriguing. I'm a little upset that it was a limited series and that I rifled through all episodes in like two days. Um, How many episodes are there? I think there's only six. Okay, so I'm just about done then. Yeah, there's okay. either six or seven. I don't remember exactly. I mean, uh, you know, dude, all it takes is like one quarantine day, and you're like, wait, how many series did I finish today? Crap. Yeah. Look at all. Look at this gold mine that I just found of like, <laughs> right, weird shows that I can watch on Netflix. Well, dude, like I'll wake up. You know, I wake up pretty early as it is. Like, you know, before the world ended, I'd get up at like four, five, something like that. And I'd usually work out and kind of like get the day started or whatever. Now it's like, I'll get up, I don't know, let's say six and mm-hmm. make some coffee, kind of get get going for the day. And then I'll just put on like, so I haven't canceled cable yet. This is going to sound really dumb. I haven't mm-hmm. canceled cable yet, but I've stopped watching cable. Okay. Um, so my wife's got some shows on DVR that she's trying to get through before I can cancel it. So that's that's that. Anyway, um, so I'm trying to just, all right, when I do watch TV, it'll be like, you know, Apple TV or YouTube, uh, not, well, YouTube, like WrestlingHeadlines.com, cheap plug, uh, or um, <laughs> Netflix. And yeah. so, dude, like if I if I turn it on, I'll turn it on to freaking uh, Doomsday Preppers, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is especially relevant now. Are you taking notes like the entire time? Honestly, the only notes I'm taking are like, okay, if if shit really hits the fan, where does this guy live? Right. I can drink my own pee? (laughs) No, no. no. All right. This guy, okay, this guy who scored uh, 85 out of 100 based on the experts, he lives in Indiana. All right, I got it. Yep. That's all I need. I'm driving to his house. (laughs) Avoid the Molotov cocktails. Okay. Um, But yeah. Yeah. um, So Tiger King totally wasn't the show that I thought it was going to be. What did you think it was? Some sort of comedy, like reality comedy thing, just because of all I mean, the pictures that. Well, yeah, but <laughs> just because of all the pictures that I've seen, like I thought it was going to be like more on the comedic side. But did you think it was going to be about Sagat from Street Fighter? Right. Yeah. Tiger <laughs> uppercut. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, like I was, I was surprised when I started yeah. watching it. Like, oh man, like this is what it's about. Oh, well, that person's a piece of crap. Well, this person's a piece of crap, too. Oh, that one's less of a piece of crap than the other two pieces of crap, but he's still kind of a piece of crap. Right. And so far, they're all just, like, uh, it, like mingling with, the, like, a war over tigers and exotic animals and trying to take each other down. It's crazy. Yeah, this it's isn't crazy. really a spoiler. Um but it's in the very last episode. It's not really a spoiler. Like, it doesn't give anything away. But he's talking about, like, how he had two uh, chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. And he calls them chimpanzees, first of all. So the, his emphasis is wrong. But anyway, um, he... <laughs> On top he of says, that. <laughs> you know, when they let, get let out of their cages, they run to each other and embrace. Yeah. And he was like, it showed, he was like, did it, you know, that's the first thing that they did which tells me that I robbed them of that, of all of these years, you know? So it is good, I suppose, that you see some remorse shown at the end, you know, like that they realize that what they were doing was really just kind of glamorizing their own life rather than rescuing the animals they originally sought out to 
rescue from the beginning. Right. No, I think they started off with, like, good intentions, but, like, somewhere along the way, they just got so corrupted somehow by their ego and, like, by their totally. money. Yeah. So totally. and now it's, that, that's where they're at right now. So Meth. Yeah, I haven't got to that part yet. So I think you have. I think <laughs> did I? Oh. I think that was episode one. Oh, was it? Wow, I didn't even. No, see that. I don't know. I'm. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So Tiger King. So I really queued that up because I thought for sure you were going to talk about Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, I did see that. I did see the Chris Benoit episode. So. Yeah. Well, see, I figured. Now, I don't write your scripts for you, but you were talking about Return of the Oz and how dark it was. And I said, mm-hmm. what else have you watched? Thinking this is a <laughs> I normal project. Thought I was gonna thought I was gonna go right, but I went far left. You so. did indeed. You're like, yeah. speaking of dark and wrestling, Tiger oh, King. Tiger King. Huh? <laughs> you guys see this, right? <laughs> And steroid, anyway. Um, (laughs) But no, I uh, did watch the Dark Side of the Ring episode about Chris Benoit, and that was, it was really sad. Yeah. Really sad. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, you can't, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. You can't, um, I mean, there's no, there's no excuse for what he did to like his daughter and his son yeah i mean it's unforgivable that's what i was looking for like it's unforgivable for what he did but i mean adding going more in depth to the story and you know talking with people and giving their side of the story on how he you know possibly came to this state of mind that he eventually ended up to was really interesting and it just gave like a totally different side of the story yeah i haven't watched it um i mean i've i followed when all of that first happened i followed it pretty closely Mm -hmm. um because it was so unbelievable you know truthfully benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers especially back then you know i loved when the radicals came from the came from WCW to WWF, like I, I loved that whole thing, and I was like, yes, like Benoit and Malenko were two of my favorites, and and Mysterio, which obviously I realized he wasn't part of the radicals, but I'm just saying in terms of people from WCW mm-hmm. and Jericho. But anyway, um, so when all of that happened, it was so shocking, and then when you find out what really happened, it was just like, it was so unbelievable that it's like you just don't. It's sad and it's heartbreaking to even learn about. So, yeah, yeah I haven't and, even watched it. Yeah, and just like watching all the people that they interviewed for that show. Um, I think they had Jim Ross on there. Dean Malenko was on there too. Um, Chris Benoit's son, uh, what was his name? David? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the or, one that's alive? Or? The one that's alive, yes. I forget his I forget his name off the top of my head. I don't know if it's David or if it's something else. But regardless, they interview um his other son that he had and that was just like really really heartbreaking to watch, you know. 
and just seeing how it affected not only like the Benoit side of the family, but um, his wife's side of the family too. And like the relationship those two families had with each other. Oof, yeah, I bet. So, and then. Yeah, David Benoit is the, is the alive one. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and then just watching how he talked about being, you know, all the hate that he has gotten for something yeah. that he had nothing to do with. Right. You know, it was just, yeah, it was heartbreaking and it was just really enthralling to watch. Yeah. So. Yeah. And his daughter is like pretty much dropped off the map, right? Like she's like uncontactable. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really good though. I would definitely recommend watching it, but I mean, yeah, just, yeah. Be prepared for like, you know, just a heavier gut punched and like you know your heart tugged at so yeah yeah um i gotta say the uh the documentary of eddie guerrero they made i think it was wwe that made it um Mm -hmm. man that one was heartbreaking too and just um i mean the fact that he took ghb just to go to sleep yeah i'm i'm not too too familiar with what GHB is? It's the date rape drug. Oh, it's the okay. Bill Cosby drug. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I mean, he used it for painkillers, but like, it was, you know, his pain was so great that he couldn't sleep. Right. So, so he I mean, had to take ample amounts of right GHB just in order to relax to fall asleep. Right. Yeah. Jeez. Crazy. It is crazy. Crazy stuff. You know, and it's funny, we talk about this and like, this is, uh, I don't want to call it casual conversation, but it's, it's nothing unknown among the wrestling community, right? And um, so we talk about it as though it's nothing. I don't want to say as though it's nothing, but anyway, you get where I'm going with this. But um, my wife will be like, and this is what you want to do. (laughs) Anytime that, you know, rumblings get going about me making a comeback. You know, this is the, these are the conversations she reminds me of. Yeah. Well, she's worried about you. No, she's not. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't want you to take GHB. So. Yeah, that's, that's true. (laughs) Unless it's her that has slipped it into my drink. Right. Yeah. Which is how we, you're not taking that unless I give it to you. So. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not under your own will. (laughs) That one fateful night. Yeah. Um, okay, well, hey, so, oh, oh hey, ho, oh, oh. ho, let's, uh, let's kind of lighten this up a little bit. My goodness, why'd you all make right. it all depressing, Dylan? Good God. Well, worst of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to skip my usual spiel. I think, um, it's becoming a little bit too standardized and. Um, oh, it's a standard. It's a standard of the show. Your standard. Uh, not as much as, you know, your little intros that you do for each segment. I know, but I don't want to do it this week. Oh, you do man. it. We're doing you the best of the week. You do it. All right. Well, um, without further ado, we do two segments each week on this show. Um, one of them is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Um best thing of the week and the other thing is the he's gonna puke worst thing of the week um usually i think we start off with 
best thing of the week. So without further ado, the best there is, best there was, the best there ever will be, best thing of the week. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Hey, that was good. Hey, thank you. Yeah. See, I'm glad I skipped my stupid scripted crap. It's not even scripted. It's just I'm so used to saying it. it You skipped it because you're lazy. That's okay. All right. Gee whiz. My goodness. What is this, my therapy session? You just admitted to it, so. Oh. Yeah. Um, So would you like to go ahead with your best thing of the week? Sure. Mine's pretty self-serving. Self-serving? Yeah, but I don't care. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My best thing of the week is the brownies I made. No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, now, my best thing of the week is the AEW Dark debut of one Robert Ego Anthony uh, in a loss uh, <laughs> with Sean Spears uh, against SCU this week. Now, is this the uh, the former egotistico fan Tastico? Is that who it was? That's correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. My my one time arch nemesis, egotistico, fantastico. Now, going by his real name, Mister Robert Anthony. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that our records are even. I think uh, I was two and two against uh, Mister Fantastico. Pretty sure. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe he has one over me. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but no, he was um, arguably, uh, I would say, top three favorite opponents of all time for me. I always loved working with him. It was always so easy and so much fun. Um, and he was always a consummate professional. So I'm happy to see him get an opportunity like this. And, and I hope that it, you know, more comes of it because, you know, quite frankly, it was it was really just a, an easy spot. You know, it wasn't really a lot of showcasing for him to do. Uh, but I hope he gets that opportunity because he is a true talent. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, I'm sure if you guys want to look into it, you can possibly find those matches on YouTube also. Perhaps. I'm giving a plug, I'm, I'm giving a plug for you, too. Look at you. So I don't get yeah, paid for those, but... <laughs> no, but, I mean... <laughs> Barely got paid for them then. Oh, okay. I mean, if they want to give you money for your troubles, I mean... Sure. Help. Give them your address right now. So and, yeah, uh, I can just send you checks. I have PayPal. I have Cash App. Uh, I don't have Venmo. Somehow I have those two, but I don't have Venmo. I don't know. Or I have a wallet. I do I have, have a. I have a mailbox. Uh, so yep. I will check the mailbox and cash in there. I will put it in my wallet. I have a MySpace account. <laughs> no, did no one have that anymore? Okay. Uh, so that's, yeah, so that's my best, <laughs> so, uh, uh, my best, uh, you want to be in my top eight? Um, so what's your best thing of the week? Well, I think after that statement, my best of the week is knowing that you still have a MySpace account. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure, and hang on, I'm, I bet I could look it up. I bet it's still there. Yeah. I haven't touched it since God knows when. When did those stop becoming a thing? I have no idea. As soon as like Facebook... I've got to type in. I'm pretty sure it's Jason Quick. Jason Quick, MySpace. That's on him. Okay, while you're doing that, I am going to talk about (laughs) my best of the week. And my best of the week is the promo that Randy Orton gave at the end of Raw this week, accepting Edge's challenge. Ah. Yeah. 
He's uh I mean, you can make an argument for some of the bad stuff that's been in the build towards this match, you know, as far as like some logic stuff is concerned, mm-hmm. but I think in their ro- in their proper roles, like Edge and Randy Orton have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um especially Randy Orton, like he you know, there's been arguments made that he's he can be lazy if he's not really into something. Yep. Yep, he has to be and, engaged. Yeah, he has to be engaged, but um you can tell he's like really fully engaged in this feud and he's doing a great job. You know, just the way he's, you know, cutting his promos and um you know, going off of saying that he's, you know, he's trying to save Edge so he can you know, be with his family for, you know, be healthy for his family and trying to make himself look like, you know, the good guy, which is, it's been great. So yeah, I really love the stuff that Randy is doing and the promo at the end end of Raw was really great. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be the one, um, uh, I guess the one promo or promo, the one angle that's really kind of keeping people interested in WrestleMania. I would say so. I mean, it's just, I hate to go back to it, but just like with everything else that's going on, you know, it's, and you know, all the concerns and just like all the changes that have been made, you know, it's, you know, people's interest level are gonna fade naturally. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's good that they still have Randy and edge, you know, something pretty high profile still to kind of keep, you know, the fans interested in the, uh, two night WrestleMania that's going to be coming up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you log into your MySpace account yet? Uh, I have a restricted profile, so I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> yeah. there you go. So shit. So, <laughs> so uh, I take back what I said. You cannot be on my top eight. Oh, mm. well. As long as I'm in your top five, personally. Yeah, well. So. Well. <laughs> well. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Could it be? Um, <laughs> all right. Um, got our best of the week out of the way, so let's uh, let's scoot right on over. Let's uh, let's piggy tail back to. Oh God. The he's gonna puke worst thing of the week. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming to puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! See, I think at this rate, you could, you could do a one-man show. I can't do a one-man show. (laughs) No. Uh, It it would, um, yeah. It would be, it would come off even lamer than doing a raw show in front of no people. Just get... Cheesy John to call in. Maybe Mardi Gras. Because Cheesy John is the person that I know who has been keeping up with wrestling and that I can just talk to him about anything that's going on. Speaking of worst of week. Yeah. Oh. What's your worst of the week? Um, 
Dude, I honestly don't think I have one. I mean, your worst of the week last week was the coronavirus, which... (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I'm going with that. Yeah, the world's biggest heel right now. Um, Yeah, I don't know that I have one. I mean, I think, you know, in the wrestling that's going on between WWE and AEW, everyone's really trying to do their best, and they're trying to work with what they have. Um AEW saw the opportunity with an empty arena to do kind of the teleporting <laughs> graphics with Matt Hardy. Um, mm-hmm. WWE, mm-hmm. SmackDown, they saw the opportunity to do that same thing, to do that fall with um, Baron Elias Corbin. and yep. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, normally, if that was a normal show with audience, obviously they couldn't do something like that. Um Unless it was a backstage segment in situations like that, maybe we would shit on it. But um, but no, this time I'm not going to because, like I said, I think everyone's just trying to do the best they can with what they have. So um, it's hard for me to pick a best just based on that. You mean a worst? I'm sorry. A worst. Yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting. <laughs> I know. Uh, and now, then again, you could say, I have a clear worst. Uh, and I'll be like, you are correct. Um, but just no, uh, I guess based on what I'm kind of thinking of right now, I, I can't really think of one. Okay. Um, so my worst of the week. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and this is something that I am conflicted on to like a certain degree. Okay. This goes but. This is going to kind of tie into what we talked about a couple weeks ago with The Undertaker, what we were talking about. Oh, they took his mystique away? Not necessarily that, but yeah. yeah. So we were talking about uh, believability in wrestling not too long ago, and and The Undertaker's name was brought up, and we were like, yeah, you know, we want believability in wrestling but you know undertaker comes out and we throw that out the window yeah shoot lightning bolts out of his hand we're like oh yes that's awesome you know (laughs) we want that we want that we want lightning bolts out of we want light lightning bolts out of our fingers and believable wrestling so (laughs) what i am conflicted about is how matt hardy was (laughs) portrayed This week on Dynamite. Okay. Um, I'm glad Matt Hardy is in AEW and that they are letting him have more creative freedom than what he did in WWE. But uh, teleporting? That's... uh, that's a little hard for me to swallow, I think. And I know that we made the point that, hey, yeah, you know, Undertaker can do all this mystical stuff. But for a very long time, The Undertaker has been portrayed as having, like, some mystical presence or essence or power about him. And, you know after doing that the fans accept that but i believe this is is this the first time 
on a major wrestling show that we have seen Matt Hardy having some sort of power about him? Yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, his YouTube series is a little different. Yeah. And all those, um, all those matches at the compound that they had when he was in TNA, you know, the, was it the lake of rebirth or (laughs) something like that? Uh Yeah. So like, uh, so we're really like led to believe that he can teleport now. Well, he's been possessed. So, I mean, it's not yeah. Matt Hardy. Well, it's Demat- Damascus. Right. Or whoever it is. Yeah. Right. So, the previous broken version of Matt Hardy was him being he's possessed gone. by Zenith. Uh huh. And now Zenith is gone, and he has been inhabited by Damascus. So, Damascus is 3,000 years old. Yes, 3,000 years old. Yep. And um, more uh, violent than More violent Zenith. and more powerful. Uh-huh. So I'm with you. Um, I'm reserving judgment. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I'm, like, I'm not crapping on it or anything, but it's just very odd. It is that, odd. That they would go with something like that. I guess. So my one issue with the Matt Hardy situation is that, you know, his YouTube videos and things like that, the production value is usually not great. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe that's a stupid thing to bring up. Um, But I feel like that's, I mean, if the idea of pro wrestling is to suspend belief then you want to make it look as believable as possible, even if it is fantastical, right? So, like Bray Wyatt, everything that he's ever done, anything that, anytime that that is like um, unbelievable, you know, and mystical, the production value is great. And so it is, it's almost like watching a horror movie. Yeah. You know, whereas... Some of the things that I've seen with Matt Hardy's characters, it's the production value is very poor, and it's like watching, you know, a straight to DVD movie starring like a Bam movie and Dan the kind of. Yeah, like <laughs> I know where you're going. I know where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Filmed in the woods I, of Coldwater. I think I've Michigan. seen that movie. I've seen that movie. <laughs> Shout out, Bam. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, you do want to suspend your disbelief in wrestling, but how far can you go with that? Well, I guess that's my until, point. I'm, I'm with until you. people are like, okay, this is, yeah, I know that this is all whatever, but that's that's a little too far for me to, you know, jump into and actually suspend my disbelief for a second. Right. So... Yeah, like if if it is unbelievable but also hokey, you usually have guests. Like think about any kind of comic relief characters in WWE. And I hate to bring up WWE, but really in this instance, it's pretty much our only frame of reference. But mm-hmm. um, 
the most recent example would be um, Brizongo, you know, being the mm-hmm. fashion police. Yeah. You know, they were these goofy, kooky characters. But if you got like a real tag team in there as guests, they were kind of breaking the fourth wall and like kind of poking fun at it, you know. Mm-hmm. But Brizongo, like that's them. That's their life. That's their character or whatever. So they're going to stay in character and it's going to be hokey or whatever. But you have these other characters that are like, what are, why are we here? What are we doing? You know? Yeah. And it kind of makes the segment. This, it's, I loved the fact that Jericho was kind of um, breaking that fourth wall and being like, hmm, okay, yeah, well, you're in pretty good shape for for being 3,000 years old. You know, like kind of poking fun at it. Yeah. But still also playing along and allowing Matt Hardy's character to kind of, well, it's like Jericho revealed. was playing it. Jericho was playing it like you're just some crazy, right? Hole of ass, you know. <laughs> right. So, you know, Matt Hardy could be telling him like, "Oh, you know, I'm three thousand years old," and blah 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 blah. And Jericho's just gonna play it off like he's crazy, right? So, I mean, but I mean, how can he now when? Basically, from what we saw on television, Jericho was standing in the ring while Matt Hardy was teleporting right. down to the ring. My only issue with the teleporting is how are they going to duplicate that? Like, eventually fans are going to come back. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with a live audience. Mm, yeah, you can't. That's true. Unless you, I mean, listen, Tony Tony Khan's got a lot of money. So unless they do like a hologram thing, which, hey, maybe that's what they do, which would be sweet. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, well, I don't know. We'll I'll give it to you, it, though. I'll give it to you. See how it goes. It's, it's, it's a little hard to swallow. It's worth... It's worth the worst thing of the week for now until we see how it plays out. So now, like, when they eventually have blood and guts, this basically means that having Matt Hardy on the Elite's team is an advantage because he can teleport anywhere that he wants to (laughs) in the ring, apparently, and do whatever he wants. Like, he could teleport outside of the ring, grab, you know, some sort of weapon, and then teleport back in. But, dude, what if it is a hologram? What if they do have that? I mean, imagine what they could do if they had that type of capability. And it's not unbelievable. I I don't know why you'd want to be a pro wrestler if you have that type of ability. No, not... (laughs) <laughs> I'm s- <laughs> yeah of all the things you could do it's like, kind of like time travel <laughs> Try, it's like time travel with a Corsica so. right, right of all the things you could do uh, like so like cure coronavirus right um, so this brings up like another point too um, this can kind of be seen as like a WWE type entertainment thing yep. 
yeah. that AEW is doing. Yeah. So does the by doing this thing with Matt Hardy, does this totally negate them from being a sports based promotion? And no. does it does it take them into the genre of entertainment like WWE has gone? Well, it is always into. entertainment. It is entertainment. Yes, I get that. But I mean, there's a difference between having a sports base wrestling show for entertainment and then an entertainment show that has wrestling in it every once in a while. Sure. Yeah, I completely agree with that. But so, I don't think that I don't think that one has to be so far left from another necessarily. It's it's really how they do rankings and the fact that you know, every match matters. And I mean, that's really what makes it a sport. I mean, you compare that with every other sport and it's the, the same, you know. So WWE is really more about entertainment because nothing really matters on a week to week basis. Right. I don't know. I think this, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea. I just know that, like, yeah, I, I like Matt Hardy. I, most part, I like AEW. Um, but this was just kind of like, uh, just rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. And it just kind of leaves me, like, scratching my head and thinking, why? Why? So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's times don't. like these, we need a cheesy John to call in. I I know exactly what he would say. A lot of swear I, words. I, I, can't, I can't repeat it like, <laughs> right now. <laughs> but um, just think of that sensor sound just looping over and over and over again for about five minutes, and that's what Cheesy John's response would be to that. I'll tell you what, one of these days we're going to get this whole interview format figured out and then mm-hmm. everyone's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we already have two guests that are confirmed. We just don't know how to make it work yet. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys know how we could possibly make that work, please let us know because we would like to experiment with it and you know, get some guests on here, get yeah. some interviews going. Yeah, so we'll have to, and then one of those guests, I'm going to work hard to get Cheesy John on here, and it's going to be an explicit episode. I'm not gonna, I'm not even going to waste my time trying to edit that one. We might not even talk about pro wrestling. I suppose Jack Thrillers might be uh, <laughs> that <laughs> might be explicit too. That so. has the possibility to be something explosive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. Well, awesome. Well, wow. Well, the, an hour really flew by. I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Mm, I don't think so. Whoa. Yeah. I might um go back and finish watching Tiger King. There you go. So I can get that out of my system and get it out of the way. I am on season three of Ozark, so I'm going to finish that this week. Nice. 
which is an incredible show. If you haven't watched it, I recommend it. Yes. I haven't seen it, but yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's just by what you said. See. Uh, might shave. I'm kind of looking very quarantine-like. Whoa. Right now. Yeah. Grizzly. Massive beard going on. Slick grizzly. I'm, yeah, I'm like a mix. The way I look right now, I'm like a mix of Grizzly Adams and uh, Randall from Clerks. So, Got it. Yeah. Neither of those guys were bald, though. No, that's true, but I've got like... <laughs> <laughs> I've got, you know, like the uh, the band shoes on. Okay, is that it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's backwards, the... backwards hat. I got a just a regular looking sweater and a jean jacket. So, Okay, yeah. yeah I'm rocking it. Now's about the time where my wife walks in. She goes, what are you doing? I say, oh, Dylan's just telling me what he's wearing. Yeah. No big <laughs> deal. <laughs> Usual stuff. You want to come hear this? <laughs> <laughs> do you want do you want him to tell you too? Yeah. <laughs> Honey, come listen to what Dylan's wearing right now. Oh my! Yeah, he's got a beard too. Oh dear. She's like, why do I even bother? Right. Why am I having you make <laughs> make up our baby's room? Right. <laughs> yeah. Once this is done, you are moving out. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Good night. Good luck. Ah, all right. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well. Um, that does it. That does it. That does so, it. So, um, yeah. You can find us on WrestlingHeadlines.com. You can also find us on QuickPainPod.com or any other social media services minus MySpace at QuickPainPod. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That's right. Mm. Once again, be safe out there, you guys. So yeah, be safe. So, all right. Talk to you next week. Bye.